0: guys what's up welcome back to subconsciously conscious in this podcast we talk about mental well-being emotional spiritual physical well-being all of it and whatever comes up really i sometimes try to have fun and talk about like very light subjects but then it just becomes like i talk about a hundred different things in an episode and i end up losing my train of thought. So I always try to direct it back to like, okay, let me talk about well-being and let me give some people like insights on personal development or whatever. So my name is Stephanie Sacarias, and I hope that you are enjoying your day so far. So today I wanted to talk about self-study and how self-study is something that I have been doing for four years now and the transformation that has taken place in my life is so whoa, the place that I'm in, in my life right now, especially in relationships, is so different than where I was like a year ago, two years ago. And all of that is accumulated work, you know, inner work. So what is self-study? Self-study is an introspection. It's a practice. It's something that you have to do. Every day, that is my dog Riley barking at I don't know what, and it's just a practice that you have to sit down and kind of get real with yourself about. You know, like if you are working a nine to five and you're so unhappy, you're grateful for the job, right? And you're happy that you have this job and you're fortunate, but you want more. And sometimes you get ideas, right? And you don't follow through. There comes a time where you need to sit down with yourself and really study what is happening in your mind and in your emotional state that holds you back. What holds you back from starting the Instagram account with what you want to promote? What holds you back from doing the research? Um, what holds you back from reading the book that's going to help you save money or that's going to help you invest or that's going to help you start an online business and be successful at it you know, it's all about taking those steps but I think sometimes, like for me at least what happens is I get so overwhelmed by all the things I want to do in life because I'm not doing them right now like, you know And I get overwhelmed and I end up doing absolutely nothing. And so as somebody who struggles a lot with like a short attention span, I uh, involve meditation in my daily life now because um, I've been meditating for a long time. But before it was like to change who I was, right? So after studying myself through meditation, like, i used to meditate for like two hours a day and in that time i was recognizing a lot of trauma a lot of unhealthy patterns no not even unhealthy patterns i was just recognizing trauma so things that you avoid for a long time comes up when you start to study yourself you know um and things that you perhaps like hid away you know like trauma and and um unfavorable memories and flashbacks and past events come up so it's a great thing though you know like at the moment it's it's almost like very painful but it becomes into clarity like it transforms into clarity so when I was studying myself and I was meditating for that long um a lot of trauma would come up of course and like painful memories and so I when you acknowledge those things and you feel the emotion like maybe you felt anger maybe you felt pain from like somebody hurting you or growing up with um, an unstable parent or something you feel the emotion and because your consciousness is so much larger because your consciousness is so much larger than the perception that you had of that you'll start developing qualities such as like an understanding person or a more compassionate person a more forgiving person right because you start seeing things like in a way of this person did this to me because they were feeling this way and they just projected it onto me right and it takes practice like obviously the first time that you feel like oh this person fucking like cheated on me like fuck them but you feel that emotion and you hold yourself through it, you start developing the qualities of self-love and self-acceptance and therefore that reflects into your relationships, You that reflects into your past, you start accepting your past, you start loving your past, maybe not necessarily loving your past, but loving who you have become today, you know, so that will reflect, you know, the perception grows, the consciousness grows you ascend into new levels of consciousness where you don't have the same perceptions of, oh, well, they did this because they wanted to hurt me. Like you stop taking things very personal once you really get in touch with the things that you've avoided and the things that you need to heal from. So, if you want to self study, I would suggest starting off by either journaling or meditation. Um, when you journal, especially when you're like feeling a lot of emotions or maybe just like at the end of the day reflecting you um just go on the flow and if you find it hard to journal go into it with no expectations like get a book and just ask yourself how am i feeling right now and just be fucking honest like the first thing that comes up just write it down just write it down and just whatever comes up don't judge it you know like maybe you can go back and read it But don't have this judgment towards yourself like, I can't believe I'm feeling like this or how can I stop myself from feeling this way? That's not the goal. The goal is of observing how you feel, what's causing it, and choosing whether does this root need to change, like the root cause of the suffering, right? Does it need to change or is it something that I need to accept and let go and just move on, right? So that's my advice for anybody who wants to start journaling. Um and then of course meditation is just something so fucking wonderful like honestly the feeling the sensation that meditation gives me nothing else gives me that like not my relationship not my career not like nothing nothing gives me the the peace that you that i have when i meditate so i 100% anybody who is like thinking about meditating or starting, do it. And let me remind you that I didn't start where I'm at now. Remember how I talked about when I first started meditating, a lot of things that I had been avoiding came up. So it wasn't easy. There was a lot of emotions being released. And so I used meditation as a way of emotional healing and releasing. Right? So that's where I started. And if you feel like you are in this place of you're overwhelmed or you're feeling lost in life or you're feeling very sad or depressed then meditating on it sitting down with yourself and breathing and really kind of whatever the first thing that comes up if it's negative don't run away from it what what is this negative emotion or this negative thought or this memory that's coming up and how can you accept it if it's something that has happened the point is not of like dwelling in that moment it's of seeing it from a light of this has happened i'm gonna feel how i feel about it and i'm not going to make a perception of that feeling so if there's something that happened in your life and you feel angry about it you feel that anger but you don't tell yourself like oh i'm a bad person for feeling this anger or this person is a piece of shit Because they made me angry. They made me this angry. How can somebody make me this angry? That's not the point. And you, even if you experience those thoughts and those feelings, that's okay too. You know, like you're in this this journey of studying yourself. So you're just simply acknowledging what comes up, what kind of thoughts and perceptions come up with the emotions that you have been suppressing for a long time. Now that you're feeling them, you have to realize like, that's just your emotion. Nobody made you feel that way. That's just how you feel because of a specific circumstance, because of a specific action that somebody took. You know what I mean? Like, and that's okay. So, like I said, if you're just starting to meditate and you want to grow personally and like just go on this whole personal development phase, like I did, I suggest that you meditate or journal. And it's a practice. A lot of people don't have the patience and don't have the uh, the free will of surrendering to whatever comes up. So they run from it. They don't face it. They just choose to, like I had somebody tell me the other day, oh no, well, I don't meditate because I've gone through like way too much trauma. And I'm like, exactly, that's like an even more of a reason to meditate, you know? And I understand that a lot of people have gone through probably deeper traumas than I have or that anybody else has had. Um, So in that case, I would feel like maybe getting a trauma specialist or a therapist would would help you. But meditation is definitely something that you need to do if you are on this personal development journey. So after I started acknowledging my traumas and what has caused me a lot of pain, I started feeling better emotionally. I started feeling better emotions like love and lightheartedness and I started expressing myself to my mother a lot more um and I don't I don't want to recommend psychedelics um but I did do shrooms I did magic mushrooms and that definitely opened up my perspective in love right it helped me feel very connected very light very um loving and kind but you don't need to 100% do it. I'm not against it, but I'm not like 100% for it. Um, it is an, it is like a very, it's something that you have to be careful with if you've never done it. Um, especially if you want to do it for spiritual reasons, I think you should have somebody who has already experimented with it, not just to get high, but who has experimented with it in a spiritual point of view. Anyways, so yeah, as I started releasing these emotions, these heavy emotions, these this anger, um I would journal about it. You know, I have a bunch of journals. I stopped journaling as much as I used to, but when I was really deep on the self-study, I would journal everything down like, oh, well, this happened to me in my past and I'm just feeling this about it and I'm so angry and this and that and then that's the way of releasing, right? And So then, you'll start noticing patterns coming up. This is the order in which it happened to me. It doesn't have to happen like this to you, but this is the way it happened to me. So when you're studying yourself, you first release the heavy emotions that come to the surface, which have probably been suppressed for a long time. And now, beneath that comes the patterns. What is repeating in your life that is keeping you in these Um, places of suffering so like I mentioned before um, perhaps it's a pattern of self-sabotage which is something that I have struggled with for a long time and I'm still breaking out from it self-sabotaging is almost like a lack of belief in oneself or maybe it's the fear of your life changing your life changing for the better You know, so a lot of times we can start something, we can start a project and we don't finish it because we get anxiety over the change that it can bring us or we just self sabotage. Like it's going so good, but there's this, there's this phenomenon. I don't know that's how you say it. There's this thing that I don't know what it's called, but it's like the limit of pleasure. So if you've been through a lot of trauma, right? And all of a sudden, like, life starts changing and it's going really good. You're going to be like, "What the fuck is this? This is not familiar. I'm yo- I'm so used to suffering that pleasure is so weird." And that is the truth. Because I have been through this myself. Like there's been times in my life where I'm just like receiving a lot, getting a lot of love, enjoying my relationships, and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Yeah, fuck no. This is like so weird." you know and like the level of intimacy in your relationships can start expanding and then you're just like what the fuck like this is so fucking like unfamiliar right i'm used to crazy i'm used to toxic i'm used to negative (laughs) so it's very common to get addicted to the suffering but when you start studying yourself you start really recognizing like why am i why am i putting myself in these situations that i genuinely don't have to be in why am i why What well, what's causing me to stay here is it the fact that i don't believe i'm worthy and so the self-study that's what comes with the patterns right the patterns you start recognizing like am i worthy of staying stuck in these patterns so you start building a new self-concept for yourself you start breaking those patterns and you start uh writing beyond them right reprogramming your mind so self-study practice right now that you can do is get out a journal and you know when you meditate if you meditate um whatever patterns come up whatever feelings emotions thoughts come up about your relationship write them down whatever thoughts and feelings come up about how you feel about yourself and what you think about yourself write them down whatever you think about your family write them down if they're negative if they don't make you feel good write them down right? In every aspect of your life, in your career, like if you're working a job and you have these specific emotions that come up, like maybe, um, you're, you're very discontent, write it down, write it all down. We have to first acknowledge how we feel about our lives at the present moment, right? Um, and then we can start reprogramming the mind, which takes a fucking minute. Okay. I'm still doing it till this point, but I can see the ways in which I have um, become more aligned with who I want to be, with my ideal self rather than who I thought I was limited to be, right? And then coming from like a family where, um, you know, like my brother is, has a lot of limited beliefs and so he projects that onto me. It's hard, it's hard to live with people who tell you like, no, like you need to work a regular life, like you need to just stick to working a nine to five and just be content with it. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? I want to do all these shit with my... I'm not going to be able to travel the fucking world if I do a 9 to 5. The fuck? (laughs) You know? So accept who you want to be. Accept what you want to live like. Accept the lifestyle you want to experience. You know? Start acknowledging what beliefs and what programs and what repetitive cycles are playing in your mind that are holding you back. Is it fear? Is it um, shame in who you are? is it anxiety about the future? Is it a fear of change, a fear of failure, a fear of success? That's a thing too. Fear of success is very like, um, common as well. And we disguise it as fear of failure, but it's really not. It's the fear of, if I am persistent and dedicated to this project that I'm doing, I know it's going to bring change because that's all it takes. Consistency and faith, right? And the action, right? And if I am so consistent and disciplined in this, it's gonna bring change. It's gonna bring me something that I want. But either we don't believe in ourselves or we're just afraid of our lives changing. Because lives our lives do change, right? When we discipline ourselves, such as the gym. When you discipline yourself to go into the gym, what happens? Your body starts changing, your body starts toning. But that's like the easiest thing to have discipline with, if I'm being very honest. Like the gym is not even a hard thing to have discipline with. Um starting your career, starting your business, feeling good about yourself, that is real discipline, you know, like, not to dismiss anybody who is working out and, like, being disciplined, like, all, like, hey, I celebrate you, brother, sister, like, you're awesome for that, but start applying that discipline into other areas in your life, if you want to start a business, apply it into your, into your business, you know, even if it's just researching how to start a business in general. There's a million. Billion successful people. Who are sharing their free gifts. And their free skills online. But we distract ourselves. From what we want to do. Because we're so much more comfortable watching television. We're so much more comfortable. Going out to drink every weekend. Rather than staying your ass at home. And studying. Right? And so that's a hard truth that I had to accept too. Um, you know my my. my program my the repetitive cycles were that I would drink every weekend with my friends when I was in college so when I moved away from when I dropped out of college and then when I moved away from my student apartment I was living in my own apartment and that's when the self-study really began like I started gaining interest in other things so when you spend that much time alone you you want to entertain yourself you know and I was definitely going through like this huge spiritual awakening and I was going to the trails more often and I found that sitting outside with my dogs was a lot more fulfilling than hanging out with friends who wanted to gossip, than hanging out with people who wanted to go party all the time. And that was so beautiful to me. Like I really transformed who I am, who I who I was, right? And I started thinking more clearly about what mattered to me and that came from self-studying, that came from meditation, that came from journaling, and that came from taking time to be alone, which a lot of us won't do. A lot of us grow up with being very attached to our surroundings, to our family, to our siblings, Mm -hmm. to our jobs, to our day-to-day life, that we don't even dare to step outside of that because it's unknown. You know, we we humans are, like, it's it's so funny. It's so ironic. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You really don't. Like, that's the truth. And that's a hard truth to accept because it's, like, a threat to the ego. Right? Um, and yet, we are so accustomed to, like, no, like, tomorrow's going to be great because tomorrow I'm going to wake up. The first thing I'm going to do is see my family and I'm going to work my 9-to-5 and that's life for me that's life for me that's life for me and then something happens just like me like i was so content with how i was living my life at my mom's house working on music um day to day my day-to-day life looked like very calm so i would wake up meditate do yoga um you know cook for myself clean the house spend time with my dogs go to the studio spend time with my friends go see my grandparents every single day every single day right It was the same thing, music, um, seeing the people that I loved and, you know, my spiritual practices. And then my mom passed away and that just changed everything. Like nothing is promised, you know, and so we get so content with living our day to day life instead of choosing to expand instead of like waiting, waiting for something external of us to happen so that we can finally start growing and start expanding and start exploring life and exploring beyond the limits that we have um, in our minds so the whole point of studying yourself is of recognizing where you're living a limited life are you limiting yourself are you living in a way that your parents were living and that's a good one too So if you're studying yourself, asking yourself, what kind of relationship did your parents have? What kind of relationship to money did your parents have? Was money a problem? Was money seen in a specific negative way? Or, you know what I mean? Like studying that because that's what you grew up with. So that's what you're programmed with. And then as an adult, you seek the same things because it's a familiar feeling, right? So you'll seek the toxic relationships you'll seek the the same stress that you grew up with that you grew up witnessing your parents facing the same stress of money um spending habits not being able to save that was one for me my mom never taught me anything about money or taught me anything about really anything like she she wasn't really good at guiding me um all love though right like she was a hard working woman, and that was her life working, making sure that she provided for everybody in the family, not just for me, for her parents, for her son, for her daughter, for her grandchildren, like she worked, and the rest of the time she just enjoyed herself <laughs> by going to play bingo or hanging out with her friends, so she was content with her life, right um, but imagine what would happen if she sat down with herself right and was like all right maybe i am spending a little too much maybe i need to set more boundaries which i 100% wish she would have done with me because you just take advantage okay like and that's okay this is me being so vulnerable we take advantage of our daily life and instead of seeking that expansion for yourself and for others we're like "Eh, it's okay i'm good here like no motherfucker There's so many things that you could be doing right now, like explore, grow, there's a lot of life to live, you know? So anyways, I had to really check in with myself about my spending habits and how I'm going to structure like the bills I have to pay and how much money I'm going to save and how much money I'm going to invest into this and what I'm spending my time and my energy like with you know what I mean so it's a lot of studying that I'm still doing right now and it's even deeper like I think instead of like studying more what needs to change it's more about what needs to uh what's the word uh be enforced in my life so I don't think I'm changing anymore I think I'm enforcing more um more uh oh my god i cannot think of the fucking word bro uh boundaries oh my god (laughs) if enforcing more boundaries within myself within like spending within how much time i'm spending on my phone within how much time i am spending watching tv uh how much time i'm spending thinking you know what I mean? Like, yes, think about your life and study yourself and study your mind, but don't get stuck in that either because you're going to go in this rabbit hole of like, I need to find deeper, I need to find deeper, I need to find deeper, and then you're just going to end up going psycho. Don't do that to yourself because I almost fell into that trap where you get addicted to the work and to the, just the work, you know, the, the feeling of like re- the revelation, the the feeling of revelation instead of like okay, this has been revealed to me, what am I going to do about it? Am I going to change? It? Am I going to accept it? Am I going to let it go? You know, what am I doing here? So don't get addicted to that feeling of constantly revealing yourself with truths and insights. Like, you have to eventually get back to the reality of life and living it and putting and applying the things that you have learned into your daily life. So, yeah, and I think that's that, that was a really good... Episode, huh? Good job, Steph. So, I want you to just, if you're looking for self study, start by journaling or by meditating and take it easy on yourself. If you have gone through a lot of trauma, look into trauma specialists or therapists that could help you, or even maybe a mental coach or a life coach. I myself am a coach, so if you want to know more about this and shadow work and meditation, Um, follow me on my Instagram. It is spelled the same exact way as the podcast. So subconsciously conscious with a period in between C and O in subconsciously. Pretty hard name. I know. I don't know why I chose it, but it's fine. Um, and yeah, we can, we can work on booking a live session. If you don't live in Brownsville, I'm from Brownsville, Texas, but if you don't live there, We can always work through Zoom or through messages or through emails. Just let me know and we will keep talking about that. So anyways, have a good day, guys. I hope that you gained some insight from this. And yeah, one more thing. I'm hosting a three-day live healing journey where we're going to be talking about inner child work, shadow work. We're going to be doing vocal therapy. Um... We're going to be learning breathwork practices and exercises for yourself, meditation, um, a lot of integration of the shadow. So come work with us, message me on my Instagram, and I will get in contact with you. Peace and love.